Hi, Money Makers. Sebi and Josh here. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into this episode, please share and help our ministry. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends, your family. Hey, if you have enemies, <laughs> share with them as well and everyone in between. Now enjoy the episode. The market is red. Please send help. <laughs> <laughs> but, but on a for real note, though, I think that people are always upset or always like angry saying that, especially on CNBC, I remember there was a period where they were talking about how the market is really expensive and there's no opportunity to buy anything. However, whenever the market is red or we have like such a ugly week or day, people are like, oh my gosh, it's crashing and they run away. And I'm like, yeah. this is when you're supposed to be buying. And I think there are a lot of factors that are affecting the reason why last week was so ugly. And that's what we're here to explore. So what do you think are some of the reasons why the market is so ugly? And could this be like the bottom or are we expecting more ugliness next week? Yeah. You know, when we were talking earlier, the first thing that came to my mind is it's only market participants that do not like Black Friday in the stock market. You Ooh, know, when things okay. are going cheaper. No, it's facts. You know, thinking about it, everyone is excited. We have our money ready for like Black Friday. Some people want to buy TVs, computers, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Why isn't it like that in the stock market? <laughs> because you can actually <laughs> have see your, your money, money down. ready, you know, and go and buy those stocks you're looking for. But on a more serious note, though, I feel there's a lot of events that have mm-hmm. been culminating in the past few days, you know, a week to two weeks. And we can start from the whole inflation thing. So we know that Joe Biden renominated Powell mm-hmm. and he also put um, Brainerd that's, mm-hmm. as his assistant. You know, she's she has a record for being dovish. And what does it mean to be dovish? So to be dovish, that means you want a deflationary environment. You want mm-hmm. to keep rates lower mm-hmm. so that economic growth can go higher. Makes sense. Yes. So I remember that morning, the market gapped up. The Nasdaq was up by over one percent. Mm-hmm. However, I too, I was like, <laughs> what? Because we thought that if Powell was renominated, any news that comes of as of a result of uncertainty or any news in general from the White House or government infrastructure always makes the market go down. People just sell off or whatever. But when Powell was nominated, it went up. Yeah. Early in the morning, we we're like, okay, this is weird. And it went down as expected. But the problem is it kept going down. Yeah. To be honest, I was expecting it to go up because Powell is dovish as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and the market loves Fed presidents that are dovish mm-hmm. because we know they're not going to be too aggressive about tapering, raising rates. But I think many people just started thinking that if inflation stays harder, mm-hmm. Powell doesn't want to put himself under pressure. Yes. And if he needs to increase the tapering process of or if he needs to raise rates earlier, he yeah. will do it. So I feel that's when the issues actually kind of started. We started seeing kind of a break in the market structure. We started making lower highs and lower lows mm-hmm. from that period. And the next thing that happened was this Thanksgiving week, which is typically a bullish week of the market, yeah. where it's a shorter week because we have no market. Market is not open on the day of Thanksgiving. And yes. the day after, the market is open just half the day. Well, it was open because Thanksgiving's over. Yeah, it was yeah. open. Yeah. So what happened was Monday, Tuesday, the market wasn't that strong. So many people were already thinking what was really going on mm-hmm. until um, the evening of Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving itself, Thursday night, yeah. we heard news about the virus. Ugh, yeah. I remember virus. 5 p.m., I opened my phone to look at futures and everything was just red mm-hmm. the market gap down super hard you know and throughout the night the asian session 
the market sold off. It was terrible. And we also had news from China, right? Where Didi, they had issues. China is asking them to delist from the U.S. markets. Oh, wow. So that even affected stock market even more. And I was reading, too, that there is uncertainty surrounding the effectiveness of the vaccines that are currently present with this new variant of the virus. Because previously you've seen like, oh, new virus comes in. Where they're like, oh, no worries, it's effective. Yeah. But now the effectiveness is being questioned. And people are worried, hey, are we going to go into lockdown again? What's going to happen? So obviously those reopening names that were constantly seen succeed during the holiday period because people are traveling, you know, like the Airbnbs, Expedia, yeah, Boeing, Disney. Disney they were actually suffering even more so than your big tech companies. Whereas you see like pharmaceuticals like Mordena are blowing up because according to them, they said that they're working on a new vaccine or a booster shot rather that would be effective against this new variant. So everyone's like, okay, let's jump on to Mordena and pharmaceutical names. So my question here is if this virus is coming on more, and we're, it's not going as much, are we expecting them to continue business as usual in the tapering process? Or are we going to see them say like, hey, you know, there's still COVID going around. We're not going to taper as much. What do you think we should expect? Yeah, I feel that's a very good question. And that's the dilemma the Fed is facing right now. Mm-hmm. Because on one hand, you have inflation going higher. Yeah, And you don't want it troubling. to get worse. Yeah, if you look at the last consumer confidence index, it was lower mm-hmm. because many people are feeling the heat. You yeah. know, when you go to the gas pump, when you go to your grocery store, we everyone can see prices going higher. It was even said that this Black Friday sale that just happened wasn't as big as last year. Now, some financial analysts argue that last year was an outlier and we shouldn't compare the figures because it was just something that happened out of the ordinary. Astronomical numbers were done in all e-commerces, but apparently the sales weren't as great, especially for in-store traffic. It wasn't as good. And people are like, hey, you know, things are opening up. Why are people not shopping in stores, rather? Why are they only shopping online? Uh, The numbers weren't as strong. So they're like, hey, hold up. I thought people had a lot of money. Could it just be like, hey, things are really expensive. Maybe they already bought what they wanted to buy because of buy now, pay later. So a lot of things are very iffy currently. Yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying, you know, and we can attribute some of it to the supply chain shocks, Mm -hmm. you know, or... Is it possible that people did their Christmas shopping earlier? Because we all know things are getting more expensive. We all know that the shelves are going to be empty because everyone is going to want to go buy during Christmas. So is it possible that people just did their shopping a little earlier? Maybe Mm -hmm. that's why we saw retail numbers stronger Mm, in the past few months. Yeah, Maybe all that is just pulled forward. Mm, mm, Totally. Makes sense. So now we've talked about all the bad and ugly. Eh. So let's move on forward to, hey, how can we capitalize on this? How can we make money off of this? And for me, I am thinking that Modena is definitely a good name to, you know, play some kind of trading strategy for. Personally, I'm not a fan of investing long term on pharmaceutical names. I am more interested in maybe just a trade, you know, either be through the options route buy and sell route. That's what I'm interested in. But I'm thinking Moderna is definitely something I'm looking forward to, as well as potential leaps on some of these other names. Maybe the leaps might be cheaper because now the options for them are very, very cheap. So maybe like Boeing, uh, Expedia, Airbnb, and also buying into some of these names, especially Airbnb, 
potentially Uber, some of these names that I know will be affected now based on the long term I decide to hold it for. So what would you think would be the best way to make money during this time? Yeah, I definitely like the Moderna idea because mm-hmm. we know they have one of the best technology when it comes to making vaccine. And their stock has gotten hammered yeah. over the past few months. And that's normal because if you look at the chart, it's gone parabolic. Yeah. Stock literally went for from 190 to 100 and it went almost to 500 at some point. Yeah. You know, So that was a huge run. I'm not surprised we had a corrective move in that stock. For sure. And I feel, looking at the virus, this is not going to be the last variant. I I don't think so. Personally, I think it's something we're going to see going for years. And many of these companies like BioNTech and um, Moderna, they're going to have to make booster shots, probably for different variants. Mm -hmm. You know, so potentially this can be a revenue stream for them. So I think it will help them. I don't know if that has been put forward in Mm -hmm. the price because Moderna has to run up a lot. Mm-hmm. But from the trading perspective, if it's just a short-term trade, it's still a good idea. I also like the Airbnb idea. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at Airbnb's earnings, they did, they did very fantastic. The revenue is growing really well. And I think this is not a time to just go all in. Mm-hmm. I think this is time. This is a wait and see approach. If you're gonna buy, buy a little and average into your position. I agree. Because the truth is, we don't know how bad this can get. Or indeed, the bottom would be. Yeah, mm-hmm. indeed, this could be the bottom of the market. You know, maybe this Omicron. Um, version rather variant is not as bad as we think and everything goes back to that's very possible True. and before you know it the market is back to all time highs <laughs> yeah. at the same time we do not know if it's something more more complicated than we think something mm-hmm. that I, our country we're going to see countries come out and say alright we're closing our borders no because one it's else mutating coming. a lot faster yes, than the other variants and yeah, that's exactly. the scary part you know. Mm-hmm. but I think I trust Moderna I trust the pharmaceutical companies I trust not 100%, but I trust the leaders to make the right decisions I agree. here. And that will curb the spread. I agree. I feel like one of the things that makes me a little bit more confident is the quick response that I'm getting on like when the pandemic first started. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, this is the flu. But <laughs> now everyone's taking it very yes. seriously, regardless of where you're at with, hey, if you want to take the vaccine, everyone's aware like, okay, this is actually an issue. And you're taking steps and measures in order to protect themselves and the lives of everyone. And I know that because of how crippling this was for a lot of countries, they're not going to allow themselves to be set back again as a result of this so there's quick response quick reaction so i appreciate that that's one of the reasons why i feel like this might be a good opportunity you can decide to do the average in position which is something that i typically do and i have realized that it works for me because that way i still have a potential to enter far into future in case it goes down or even if it goes up it will still be average so i think averaging into your favorite names now can be a really good opportunity for you yeah i totally agree when you look at many of the tech names the big tech names for me those are fantastic companies because the taper doesn't really affect them. Reason reason affect them. Why? They have very strong balance sheets. They have a lot of cash. Yeah. Facebook, like Microsoft, Google, Apple. Cash is not their problem. And they're growing at a good rate. Man, mm-hmm. look at Google's numbers. Look at um, Apple. Even Facebook, that is kind of the problem child. They have very, very strong <laughs> results. Not Facebook, Meta. <laughs> Meta, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the problem child. Yeah, definitely. I do agree. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We're super grateful. Uh, let us know what stocks you're interested in investing this period. And good luck with making money.